Uh, so, Dan, what complaints do you have about me specifically? Uh, I'd like to address them on air. One by one, please. One by one. <laughs> <laughs> point by point. So, Megan and I received your wedding invitation. And Uh-oh. I oh. love it. I know um, that there's critiques. <laughs> Megan actually cooed in joy when she received Aww. it. It was very sweet. But you guys made a mistake that I don't care about, but you're going to care about. The RSVP now. date? Yeah. yeah. We care about it now. Yeah. That's right. I was about to say, you put RSVP on there, but not a date. As someone who put on a date that no one honored, you're going to have regrets. You know, when well, I realized that that had happened, as soon as the like envelope left my fingers and went off with the mailman, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> See, I'm hoping it's like the absence of that. Like people are gonna panic then and be like, "Well, I don't know how long I have to like screw around." So, uh, this is my like fake fantasy reality that I'm. The answer in. is we're gonna send a lot of text messages. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, here's what I think based on what I learned at my wedding: the people who were going to RSVP on time still will, and the people who weren't still won't. Yeah, yeah. there's like it's just an inside part of people. Uh, coming from two people, coming from a person who has yet to RSVP to our wedding. FYI. I know I have oh, an RSVP. I got an two days ago. We don't have a date on there. He's Are you solidifying limits. travel plans? <laughs> I'm going to RSVP the day before as punishment. <laughs> Did you hand deliver theirs? Where is mine? Uh, It's in the mail. It's in the mail. Sure it is. <laughs> Make believe money. Make believe money. Three fine folks discuss fictional finance. Make believe money. Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. And I'm AJ. Oh! We have an AJ. We've got an AJ. A wild AJ has appeared. Right? That's what they say in Pokemon? Yeah. 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 Never played that game, guys. I usually you had so much fear in your eyes for something you nailed. Until you catch it, and then you name it Buttface. (laughs) (laughs) That's his name forever. You know what? I never, there's like a name raider in Pokemon, and I always forgot to take like my meanly named Pokemon to it. I wonder if it knows. What version was that in? Oh, it's in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's like a dude. It's just a dude sitting in a house. Like, you gotta... Yeah, you just walk in and he's like, do you want me to rate your names? You say yes or no. I thought he was a name raider. Like, he was gonna steal the name so you get to name it again. If you were like, this was too mean, he'll take it. Oh, that was like a feature in like the second generation was like, you could take a Pokemon to him that like, you gave a really mean name and then you were like, oh, this is weird. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're <laughs> like regrets. you're like my friend now, so like I feel bad for I, calling you that dirty yeah, word. I really don't want to call you anus anymore. So, <laughs> uh, but all of that aside, we do have a guest. This is the first time, first time guest podcast. This is making everything wow, fall apart. Ma- this is apparently our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we have a guest on our podcast, and I believe our guest's first podcast. Oh, have you done a podcast before, AJ? I have not. Congratulations. You are all my first. Mazel tov. We'll never forget your first. Uh, (laughs) What are we talking about today, Dan? (laughs) We are going to talk about Harry Potter. Again? Again. One more again. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, this is another person. I don't think we've ever circled around on a thing. 
Yeah, we have. We circled back around on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Oh, we did two Ready right. Player Ones. That's yes. right. I was like, yes, it yeah. was Bitcoin. Ready only. Player Two. Right. You know? That's what I the really jokes are going to be tonight. Like, <laughs> Ready Player Two. You told us not to laugh, so I'm trying my best. Oh, I see. Yeah, the laughter is really hard on my little ears. <laughs> Uh, yeah, specifically, though, we're going to talk about why they pay owls. Yeah. Because I want to know. And specifically, how much money do the owls have? And, yeah, what are they, are they using it? Does I it go to a, a man? That's why we have an expert. Expert. to conjecture with us. Oh, boy. Ex- expert's <laughs> quite the title. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a lot of pressure now. This is good. Listen, if I start breaking out in sweats. You're the no, very least. It's on a podcast. Yeah. You're good. It's not a visual medium. <laughs> um, you're the very least an academic on the subject, I think. I have done my research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. So speaking of, do we want to do ratings then? Yeah. Sure. I feel like we could kind of breeze through ours and then hear the story of AJ. Yeah. You know? Because you've heard us before mostly. I mean, it's been a while, but we've talked about it already. Yep. I'll say I feel like I'm at like... A five, maybe, or a four. I've only read the books through one time as they came out. And I uh, watched all the movies, most of them also one time. Maybe I'm probably like a three. When I worked at Arby's, quick story, uh, my first job ever, I was like reading some of the book. I was reading one of the books, and this guy who worked there who kept trying to hit on me, even though I was like 17 and he was like 25, um, he came up to me and he was like, Harry Potter, huh? And he had been like trying to impress me the whole time he worked there, and he was like, "Did you know that was the longest trilogy ever written?" And I was like, "At seven books, that would make it quite a long trilogy." <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's the longest <laughs> trilogy squared plus one. Yeah. So he mm. also was like, uh, "I yeah. watch the History Channel all the squared time. Ask two. me anything." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I regrets. Yep. I wanted to say doubled. I you're said the, squared. You're the number yeah, guy. Yeah, so no one's... <laughs> so everybody just throw out this podcast and everything yeah. you've ever heard. I'm just making it it's, up as I go along. It's fine. Which is actually kind of true. I have been making it up as I go along. But with real numbers. The numbers are made up. The points don't matter. There you go. I think I said like seven last time. <laughs> you want to revise that? Yeah. What? In, in light of uh, no, our guest? No, I think I said seven last time in light of our guest. Oh. Because I was like, uh. I'm pretty good, but I know that there is someone who has a tattoo of it on their body. Not <laughs> one, but more than one person. He only has one. Oh, I was going to say, did you have another? <laughs> no, no surprises, just the one. Oh, okay, because that would be a great reveal for a podcast, I feel like. <laughs> one more tattoo. Again, not, not a, a visual, visual medium. medium. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think I said seven knowing that, because I've like read all the books probably four times, and I've seen all the movies a lot of times because I lived with our guest who <laughs> watched them all the time, which I kind of miss. They were good, like, coming home to the middle of a Harry Potter movie. You just plop yourself down and be like, yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think I'm going to stick around right there. Seven. Unless that's not what I said last time, in which case I'm going to stick around whatever I said last time. <laughs> Don't hold us to our memories of, like, six months ago. Yeah, something like that. You know? Damon? I'm going to say five this time. I don't know what I said last time. I'm not going to pretend to know. <laughs> um, but, like, I read, I've read the, I've read the books once um, as they were being released, but I revisit the movies pretty, uh, pretty regularly, I would say. Um, 
so yeah, I think like I know the plot beats very well. The mythology, I'm a little looser on. Um, you know, like uh, once you get towards the, you know, the things that aren't plot related, I get a little foggier. But like I can hang, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tried it in college. Yeah. <laughs> Experimented. <laughs> you know. Uh, Harry Potter's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> What what would you say your rating is, AJ? This may be controversial, but I'm probably a nine. Yeah. I don't I don't think I can call no. myself a ten. Uh, just... First off, I don't think that JK Rowling can call herself a ten at this point. Honestly, no. <laughs> um, There's like probably one internet person who is like, I am a ten, and like they don't do anything else. Yeah, I think you'd have to go higher. I think we've talked about this before. I think it's like a logarithmic scale where like the distance between 9.2 and 10 is way further than the distance between like 5 and 6. Yeah. Agreed. Like as you get to that very point of the sword, things get more and more fine. So I think you've got to be higher than a 9, but I'm with you. Well, I will never call myself a 10 in anything. Yeah. I may be in the the 95th percentile, 9.5, but definitely not a 10. (laughs) We're all in agreement there. <laughs> What's yeah. your house? You're protected from the internet now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no one will at you. <laughs> you. All right, I don't want to start any nerd wars uh, at all. Um, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Big Do, old nerd. Go back around the circle. I don't remember what everybody got. What do you get? I was between Gryffindor and, and Ravenclaw. Okay, Damon? Ravenclaw. I keep getting back and forth between Gryffindor and, and Hufflepuff <laughs> and other wizards. <laughs> and if I'm honest with myself, uh, other wizards rings a little more true than I would like. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to stick with Gryffindor because if we're being honest, Neville should have been a uh, Hufflepuff and I stick by that. Fair. I, you know, That's a bold statement to make uh, about the hero of the story. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he shifts, though. He starts a Hufflepuff and ends kind of a Gryffindor. Well, that's what I'm saying, is I think that, like, Gryffindor could be anybody who is, like, also brave. And, like, the other ones, I mean, you can't be a Ravenclaw if you're not, like, clever, but you could be a Gryffindor if you're not clever. Do you think they retroactively slither in anyone? Like, ten years later, somebody murders their wife, and they're like, actually, we're taking away your Gryffindor house. (laughs) You're not allowed to have a Gryffindor anymore. You're backwards, you're retroactively a Slytherin. Sorry. (laughs) There's good Slytherins. I think there's not bad Slytherins. There's a the cursed child kids, they're Slytherins, right? Yeah, and they're I'd fine. Like to pretend that book didn't happen. Well, sure. Yeah, Just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say. Let's call that non-canonical. Huh? <laughs> um, great. Now we know our houses. What are we talking about? Owls. Owls. And why they pay owls? Specifically, I should let our expert explain. But I vaguely remember there's like one scene where Harry's supposed to get something. And his owl keeps pecking at him until he pays her. And, like, there's other piece of times in the books they pay the owls, right? Yeah, so I think you're referring to in the, fr- the first book, uh, an owl comes to visit Harry and Hagrid. Oh, that's to right. Deliver he the, on the uh, it, he's trying to deliver the Daily Prophet to Hagrid, and Hagrid's, like, kind of asleep. Um, and he's, like, telling Harry, like, just pay the owl. Uh, oh. So that is for a scrip- subscription to the Daily Prophet. Oh no! Oh, oh no! This what is the whole thing out of the water. This is why we should never have experts. Oh, <laughs> he's only paying for the newspaper. Yeah. Well, but wait. that's the episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. But how do they support owl infrastructure then? That's another good question. 
Because if they're only paying for the newspaper, you're not paying for the owl services, and that owl doesn't belong to anyone. Probably belongs to the newspaper, I suppose. Maybe. There's also an owl post office. Right? Yeah. And so, like, you have to pay to post... So then how does that work logistically? Yeah. Because that, that was my big big question with it. Because I have like some some post office numbers we can look at. I think this comes down. <laughs> Are you just confused about how an owl carries a coin? Well, <laughs> so first of all, yes. Beef. I did some math. <laughs> and a great horned owl can only carry 12 pounds. So what I really want to know is how they ship anything that's greater than well, 12 pounds. Well, that's like pounds. 24 bucks. So that's like, that's fine. <laughs> Pounds. That's an expensive newspaper. <laughs> miners, not <In> miners. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I want to know, like, so let's say you have an owl post office. So do they deliver things and then you pay the postage after? What's yeah. to keep people from not paying? It? Is it all like COD? <laughs> I think it's a very angry owl is the thing <laughs> that keeps people from not paying. Yeah, you can turn invisible. Uh, What's that owl gonna do? I wonder if owls can uh, are like more immune to magic. You know, oh, I think uh, we know the answer I to that. Was about to say not one oh, particular spell. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's not bring that up. It makes me sad. I just well, that's what I wanted because like here's my other question. I have many questions uh, and I have some numbers that we can talk about. But also, are wizards luddites? Because oh. like they use quills and stuff. Wouldn't it just make sense to adopt some muggle inventions? Like, isn't a pen more convenient? I don't know. If I was a wizard, I don't think... And they were like, oh, you can't use email anymore. I think I'd be like, but email's pretty convenient. Like, I'll use both. But it's like, they never had to invent it. You know what I mean? Like, the the convenience of, like, you don't have to maybe go... You could, like, make the quill right for you if you wanted to. So, like, the the reason we keep inventing things beyond what we have is for like convenience and ease of carrying it around, but you're a fucking wizard. You can do whatever you want. Like you don't, there's no, like we don't have to invent uh, rail cars cause we could just fly from one fireplace to another one. So you're saying the internet was never invented cause there's like a porn spell or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I think JK Rowling would be upset about where this just went. <laughs> I think J.K. Rowling's been upset about a lot of other things. (laughs) J.K., if you're listening, feel free to email us. J.K. J.K.? No, definitely email us. Makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com, J.K. I really, I I, I would love to have a conversation with her, though. I have questions. I don't think we're worth enough money. Correct. (laughs) You actually have to pay for her time. Just like, like, you just have to be worth her time. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to give her any of the money, but you have to prove that you could. So then is, like, the owlery at Hog- Hogwarts <laughs> part of your tuition? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those owls are owned by Hogwarts. And it's free for student use. And students don't pay tuition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does this school support itself? This comes back to our question of, is Hogwarts the government? Yeah. I'm pretty sure... I'm of the mind that if it is not, like, explicitly the government it is implicitly the government because like it's clearly state funded well it could have an endowment from the from the, the founders. Original founders either the original Ooh. founder or like the original founders could have gotten it started and since then like it could just be an alumni system where like 
you know, rich alumni over time have given masses amounts of money. But, like, you know? attendance seems to be compulsory. Like, you know, like, it seems like something that if you're a magical person, like, you aren't, like, doesn't seem like there's an option to not attend. You can. You, know? you can reject it. It says on the letter, right, mm-hmm. oh. AJ? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the students Please. are not required to go to Hogwarts. They can opt to go to any of the other wizarding schools. But what if you skip out on wizarding mm-hmm. school? Do you just... You could be homeschooled. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You could be homeschooled? That seems problematic. Also, I yeah, think. you're not allowed to do magic like outside of school grounds. How do you get around that if you're a homeschool kid? Well, technically, they talk about right how you can do it. Like they have a trace on each home, so like Ron Is technically it? can like bullshit his way through because they don't know if it's him or his mom, any and dad, of his billion siblings. Yeah. Okay. So really, they're they're trying to leave it up to the parents to regulate. I see. So wait, if you think about that. Doesn't that make muggle-born wizards kind of like second-class citizens? Yeah, they totally yes. boned. Yeah. That's the whole point of the books. Well, <laughs> yes, but I mean, like, but even the government's sanctioning that now. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole Hermione point of the books. Yeah. Like it's a systemic <laughs> issue, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you finally learned the point of Harry Potter. <laughs> I knew it, but I thought it was only the bad guys. Oh, no, we're all bad guys. The system's bad. The system's bad. Do wizards take airplanes? I guess not. They can fly in a bunch of other methods. Yeah. You can only operate a certain distance. But I feel like in the books anyway... But can a broom go 600 miles an hour? I feel like it could. I feel like you don't want it to. So does he just like... take much, much longer as a wizard? Or do you just like apparate the whatever you can apparate and keep doing that? You just like flew powdered from one station to the next. Well, what's his name in the uh, Fantastic Beasts? Has to take a boat. It's Scamander. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on a boat at the beginning of that movie. <laughs> it's because wizards and witches can't cross bodies of water, or they'll burst into flames. Only if they're invited. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no garlic allowed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, cause I feel like uh, Mr. Weasley interact in the books. Mr. Weasley like interacts with Muggle technology in a way that would make you think. No wizard ever interacts with muggle technology at all. And then later on, at least in the movies, they all walk around regular London like no big, and they all are wearing pants when I feel like for most of the time they all wear robes. Well, they, they do talk about how like when wizards go out, they're always dressed oddly. Right. I guess they just have an infrastructure th- enough that they never have to see muggles. Right. Which makes you think, like, <laughs> how did you avoid yeah. airplanes? <laughs> no, so I'm just like, wouldn't you just, like, notice what's out? Why wouldn't you just point your wand at somebody and be like, put me in their clothes? Give me that. Like, not actually give me, but that's like, duplicate. assault, then. <laughs> like, <laughs> duplicate, I mean. Robbery? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually think it's assault or battery. You have to feel threatened in both cases. I, I would feel, like feel very feel threatened, threatened if somebody... <laughs> if you don't know who did if it. Someone if somebody pointed, pointed a stick at me... me. <laughs> And then I was suddenly naked. I would feel very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, How that. did I get here? <laughs> yeah. I want to go home. All right. Um, I'm still of the mind that it is state funded in some capacity, like uh, because specifically because it seems like the government gets to exert a fair amount of control over it. You know, like all of the interference that the uh, the ministry does, like 
in the later half of the series. Yeah, like, but like Harvard isn't a like government institution, but if they passed a law that was like Harvard students aren't allowed to X, Y, and Z, they would still have to abide by it. Well, I think my hang up is that all the educational system that you see in it seems to be nationalistic in some way. That like there it like the only other institutions that you interact with are from foreign nations, so like yeah, like Hogwarts is the only school in the UK for for well, wizards. As far as we can see, at yeah. Least. I also have no idea what jobs you do. I see witch or wizard. You can do whatever a muggle can do, but with magic. <laughs> Seems I just like is what what are the non-government Hogwarts aside jobs that we are aware of? You and can like work. shopkeeps. I was gonna say shopkeeps, bar people, the Daily Prophet. Uh, if that's not state owned, school teachers, and that does seem to be state owned, don't it? Propaganda. Um, you could be a house elf. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Why are we not turning to our experts? What other jobs do we yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, AJ, oh, what gosh. else could people do? Uh, put me on the spot. Uh, well, pro athlete. Oh, okay. That's pro fair. Quidditch player. You know, dream that's of mine. Fair. Also, appears to have like a at least like a sub net. Well, admittedly, we were watching the World Cup as like the only like pro event that we see. There could definitely be like you know Premier Leagues and like other echelons. People have like favorite players, right? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, big question. Okay, so I know that they have musicians because like the Yule Ball, they have a band come in, right? Yeah. But do they have actors? Do they have theater and film? Oh man, the special effects on that would be falling. Could you imagine? I mean, like when you can make paintings that move. And interact with the world. This is another like, why did we we didn't invent a ballpoint pen? Too. It's called TV. <laughs> no, I understand, but like you, you step beyond the like the technological invention there. Like they have already had animated features like yeah. in their homes for millennia, seemingly. You know. But like no storytelling. I mean, there's like books of kids' stories, right? They talk. What's his name? Mm-hmm. What's his name? Beetle and Bart or whatever. Yeah. I was going to call him Bartleby the Scrivener. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. I would rather not. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, I don't think that you ever hear about, like, people going to a show. Yeah. I, I can't recall. Right? Does it happen even in, like, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Mm, possibly in the second one. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Bus driver. One that I just thought bus of. driver, yeah, yeah. Bus driver. could be a shrunken head on a bus. <laughs> also, I don't know that. Did he have to pay for that? Because that might also be government owned. Then, if he didn't have to pay for it, he does have to pay. He for does, the bus. Have, to he does pay have to pay for, for it. it. Okay, yeah. but again, it could be government owned. You still pay for it, right? Like I keep saying, we'll get to it, but you pay for the post office. Right, government owned. No, that's true. Yeah, so it could just be subsidizing itself. Yeah. Same with the paper. If it was nationalized, you would still probably pay for it. Yeah. Man, I feel like this comes down to a a bigger topic that I think we had on our list for later, and maybe we don't have to go into it this time, but, like, I think you brought it up before, Damon. What is poverty? Why is poverty a thing in this world? Especially if so much is government-run. Yeah, and what what does poverty mean? Yeah. Like, we know the Weasleys are not well off. But it doesn't mean you're going to starve, right? Maybe. Well, Are there homeless people? Your food? You can duplicate food, but you can't create it. Okay. 
Okay, well, so you, you have, to have get some. One. Teach a man to make a fish. <laughs> if you find a mushroom in the woods, does that count? No, you'll die. Yeah. Don't eat you those. Could do, you could duplicate the mushroom all you want. Hmm. Um, I think it must be. So, are wizards monsters for not curing world hunger? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> I was on track. That's the point here. of Harry Potter. <laughs> Listen, if us muggles hadn't tried to burn them all to death. No, it's fine. Uh, maybe they would have been a little cooler. This is on us. <laughs> I mean, this would be cool. We killed like 500 of them, and they've now killed billions of us by neglect, admittedly. But I'm just saying. We did it to ourselves. Literally a quarter of them are actual Nazis, though. So, like. Do we want to be on their yeah, ranks? Like, yeah, that's fair. That's not a small portion of the population, Dan. <laughs> like, well, well, that being said, I, now I'm all like. <laughs> bummed your... out because the owls don't actually just have a treasury somewhere. But maybe <laughs> they do. But we can get in the They might get a of... cut. It's probably in like birdseed, but they probably get a cut. Like You know owls are carnivorous, right? Yeah, it's like bird... meaty birdseed. Meaty birdseed. Mer- meaty birdseed. <laughs> if you plant it, you get mice. <laughs> a mouse tree. Yeah. Soylent green seeds. It's, uh, yeah. Other owls? Wizards. Maybe they, uh, maybe this newfangled meat bird seed is a thing. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I feed my cat I meat make, bird seed every day. <laughs> I can make a burger out of a green bean right now, apparently. So, like, <laughs> you do can. they even bother like breeding the owls, or do they just like find rats and turn them into owls? That seems like a cruel joke. <laughs> <laughs> now go eat your own kind. <laughs> I'm just saying they tu- they turn like rats into teacups. I think you could just make something into an owl. Man, they gotta work on their animal rights. That's right? a thing they actually do. I know. Yeah. I hate it, but it's. I know <laughs> it's there. Furry ass teacup, which is actually a man, right? It's scabbers, right? No, they don't turn. Scabbers they don't turn scabbers. Oh, I thought that they tried to transfigure. I thought Ron, at least in the movies, I think he tries to transfigure scabbers, and he turns into a weird teacup with a wobbly tail. Yeah, that's, that's in the movies. Those horrible. are horrible. Not thinking back on that, it's probably not a good look. No, mm. you tried to make a man who was already a rat into a teacup. Yeah, Peter Pettigrew in that moment had to be like, "Is this it? Is this when I give up my ex- my Mistake. secret identity? <laughs> Mistake? <laughs> or do I let this like fourteen-year-old try to turn me into something and perhaps leave me permanently disfigured? It's a bad choice to be a house pet what anyway." Would if he tried to turn back halfway through that. I think that's what happens to Chip at the end of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh God, really? Yeah. Think about it. Like oh, God. God. <laughs> 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 comes back like an amputee. <laughs> yeah, with the big chunk out of him. Um, Pettigrew had it coming. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> but wait, okay, so Owl's... How do we how do we support this infrastructure? Let's go into that some. So obviously he's got to get paid for, right? Somehow, right? Because yeah. you have to feed owls, um, unless they're magic from a teacup and they only have teacup dreams. And they go back into teacups. Yeah. And then you still have to get feed them sugar cubes. I'm pretty sure. Right. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. um, like a horse. <laughs> so in theory, this is not a very efficient system. Because with our system, right, you buy stamps ahead of time and you put them on there and then it's paid for. In this, in theory, the owl has to fly. You can't send your owl to multiple, I guess you can send your personal owl, but like the government can't send it to multiple destinations unless the owl has some way to carry the money from destination to destination. Oh, I see. Like it has to it come back to go, every time. Drop the money off and then go back out. It has a little pouch. 
Yeah, but how much? <laughs> like a marsupial. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the transfiguration. <laughs> yes, every owl, owl gets a it. kangaroo pouch. <laughs> and a tiny smaller owl will take your money. <laughs> Give you out change. <laughs> Swing a little, like, green visor. <laughs> oh, I want to live in that world. That sounds great. You know, and no poverty, that sounds great, too. They really underuse magic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but that, I guess it's just like, I, b- I bet if we got magic today, we'd probably wind up in the same situation where like, we got everything we need, why even bother? And like, the stuff that we do go further with are Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, we'll change the argument then. So I had all this data about how much the owls would get paid, but obviously that got debunked because I have to move my rating down <laughs> to like a four. Um... What does that say about us that we were just like, yeah, that's a valid question? <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys at least were honest where your ratings originally were. <laughs> but, I, so I do have then how many owls there are delivering the post. Oh, this is oh, a good question. Okay. I have this number. It's not really finance-based, but I have it. Here it is. Do you think Amazon Prime could exist in this world? That's what I want to like place bets before you say probably this. Probably a little bit more humanitarian. Would it? I mean, in definition, like... By definition, because owls are the ones doing all the work. Oh, I can't. It would be a horrible society <laughs> yeah. for owls. Yeah. Yes. It would be terrible. But there would be no people suffering in a distribution facility. Well, you have to think <laughs> in major transportation, they have some sort of, like, teleportation. Owls have to be for, like, things that don't require speed, right? Like, if you had a parcel that was super, super, super valuable and important, you'd just give it to somebody who can apparate, right? How do they get... Hand deliver it? Norbert the dragon places. He has wings. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Wait, but they like they smuggle him away in the night. Yeah, for real though. Uh, they pick him up by broom, actually. They just carry him? Oh, they tie him in a crate, yeah, right? A group of them fly over to Hogwarts on brooms, and then they put Norbert in a crate and fly yeah. him back to Romania. So, so fly her back to Romania. like Ooh. bought a wizard piano, and you didn't want to <laughs> like transfigure a teacup into a wizard piano would you have to have a bunch of people on brooms ship it is that their ikea you just get a box and you point your wand at it and it assembles itself sorry oh that'd be fake, sick well i mean that's that's transfiguration <clears throat> right well i mean isn't that the answer in itself like can't you just charm that thing to levitate itself to whatever it needs to be be like when your wand run out of gas you know again this is a world <laughs> without scarcity so <laughs> i guess but you better you must have smart tracking spells. Because even, even if it's invisible, if you send it in a straight line, could you imagine like a muggle walking down the street and just hit by a piano? <laughs> it just goes like flying 20 feet. Oh. And the piano arrives and it's like blood all over it. They're like, what, what, happened? what happened to my piano? It's like a foot on the one of the <laughs> So I guess what we're saying is Wizard FedEx must exist. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of transportation. But how many owls? Yeah. So here's what I did. I looked at the U.S. Postal Service. I realized that this happens in the U.K., but I was able to find the numbers for the U.S., and also there are wizards in the U.S., so it's, it's relevant, Obviously. Right? Ilver morning forever? Yeah, nailed it. I got it right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I did not right. know what just happened. Maybe I'll bump my Mr. rating Seven. back to a two. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know. That's the uh, American Wizard School, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I drink your rating. I drink it up. <laughs> Your rating is, I add it to my own. I become more powerful. 
<laughs> this is my son and partner, JK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, for any of you who haven't listened to our uh, There Will Be Blood episode, go on back if you want to have any idea what we're talking about. So there are 126 million U.S. households. Okay. Um, and we send 149 billion pieces of mail a year. Whoa. So anyone want to guess how much the post office makes in revenue? Not in what they keep, because they lose money. I was going to say, you just give me so many zeros, <laughs> and then I have to figure out more zeros? So it's 50 cents a stamp. Ballpark, yeah. And it's like, I would say it's like seven bucks to mail a package, but seven is a bad number. What for... kind of package? Any package Flat rate shipping, mailing. babe. Yeah, That's what, don't... flat rate shipping, you're talking like 15 bucks for a large flat rate package. Thank you. You're smarter than me. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> Take his post office rating, Liz. <laughs> Hang it from your top. victory belt. <laughs> uh, let's see. For all of you. you said 100 million and then a billion number. So I'm going to say like infinity. Is it like <laughs> yeah, infinity? I'm going to go in the ballpark of I can't, I can't brain. Yeah. $70 billion. That's the US it. The post office brings in in revenue every that's, year. That's a small number. It's a lot of forever stamps. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, not enough. Yeah, they lose money. Although there is one reason and one reason only they lose money. Mail fraud? Pensions? Government pensions. Yeah. 100% government yeah. pensions. Oh. So, Red, the, the Postal Service isn't allowed to lose money on any individual package ship. Correct. Right? Oh. Uh, they're required by law to turn a profit Whoa. on oh. each parcel. So, as far as operating revenue, right, right. they should always be positive. Oh, Okay. But I did not know that. It's pensions. It's 100% pensions. Uh, I'm going to take a brief side thing here to talk about how mail fraud probably also cost them, not a lot, but enough. Um, my college had a scholarship program for like art portfolios. Like you would mail in your art portfolio and it would get judged and you could like win a scholarship from this. And this one lady mailed them a letter just a regular old business envelope and she opened it up and it was like a cover letter explaining who she was as an artist and at the bottom it was like i bet you're wondering where my portfolio is if this letter made it to you you have my portfolio i painted on the stamp and like she had like painted a stamp convincing enough to fool the post office so, <laughs> so she won the cool. scholarship, but yeah. then got immediately jailed for I, mail fraud. <laughs> I don't think she got jailed. It's like 50 cents. I was like, I'm pretty sure they just asked her for 50 cents. But that is super cool. Right? I don't think it was the actual post office, but do you know when uh, Jeff Bezos started Amazon? Um, he couldn't afford to, like, he could only buy books from the book publisher in, like, series of 10, huh. and he couldn't afford to do it because, like, he didn't have enough demand. So if somebody wanted, like, a really out-of-print, like, a, a very rarely wanted book, he would order, like, that a copy of it and, like, nine books that were out-of-print, and the book publisher would send him the one, and then apologies for not being able to get the other nine. Oh. Instead of having, because he was only allowed, in theory, ship in tens. But nice. he would just send him a letter that's like, so sorry, couldn't get these other nine, here's the one you wanted. Man, you gotta be spot on about, like record keeping on that though because if like <laughs> they get them in stock yeah if they get whoops. them in stock I was like, why do I have 18 medical books from the 1800s damn it whoops <laughs> so anyway the yeah. post office has 644,000 644,000 
employees. Un- yeah, I, I did this. I got in my head last time. I'm doing Million? 644,000 uh, employees. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So what I need from you guys is what percentage of the population is wizards? Because I anchored oh. how many owls there are to how many post office employees there are, but this is for the entirety of the U.S., so only some portion of that is wizards, right? Here's what I'm thinking. If there is but one school per country or country group, looking at you, the UK, um, what I would be led to believe that there is not a large population of wizards. I'd feel like, what do you think a graduating class of Hogwarts is like? 400 people? It's less than that. Didn't yeah, we, we talk about like that? Back into some numbers here. Yeah. Right. Um, I I think the average Hogwarts class size is anywhere from like ninety to one fifty. That's it. Yeah, each each class. I was gonna say because like, I always base this number just off of the like named people you see, and like Harry and Ron split a room with the three other like named like Gryffindors from their year. So it's like oh, there's five boys and there's five girls. <laughs> so like, there's like forty kids a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes me think that there's like. Maybe three hundred thousand wizards world total. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. So there's six hundred and sixty-five million people in the UK. So if there's a hundred and fifty that graduate out of sixty-five million, about well, that's going to be a small number, kids. <laughs> that is as a percent. That is now. Admittedly, sixty-five million covers all ages. Yeah. So I, sh- I would need to break it down by age. Yeah. Which actually, if we could get like a way what's back like here in my spreadsheet, the eighteen-year-olds right now in well, the UK. You know when I did that, I did that for dairy. For dairy. Yeah, when we did this, uh, it. Yeah. Oh, dairy main. The US population down by age. <laughs> like I did that for dairy. Long live milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk, milk, milk. Uh, so, out of the U.S. population, this is out of Maine, but I'm going to use that as a 3.4% of the Maine population is 15 to 18. Seems about right for the UK too. It's like the same. Right. I do mean, Maine's do, colder. Do you want to do 20 to 24 or eight, 15 to 18? 15 to 18. 15 to 18. And then okay. you just take that's, 450. That's 2.7% of the population. So if there's 665 million times... Oops. <laughs> broke still the, broke the math. So that means 1.7 million 15 to 18-year-olds. Okay. So of 150 of them... You should call it 600. You should call it 600. Because it's 15, 15 to 18. That's four, that's four years of graduates then from Hogwarts. So if we're saying 150 people graduate each year. Gotcha. Yeah. And so you're talking about a group of four. people uh, yeah. at Hogwarts out of that 1.7 million people that age group. Yeah. 0.034% of the population is wizards. Cool. So it makes a lot of sense that I didn't get my letter then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, some of those numbers could be skewed, right? Sure. Homeschools. Homeschools, right? Uh, When Harry and Ron and Hermione are coming through school, right? They're the generation born, like, while Voldemort is attacking and killing 
scores of there, witches there, and wizards? There's there, wizard baby boomers? I, I think this there would be the might. opposite, though. Yeah. But like, They're post, like the wizard silent generation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. but like, post-killing Voldemort, like, in our present day now, they probably had a wizard baby boom. Like, I mean, like, we're at when Harry's kids would have gone to school. So, theoretically, when we were born, there was a wizard baby boom. And yet I still didn't get my letter. And nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably bummed him up to still less than a percent, but like... Man, that means people like Hermione... Boy, your odds of becoming a wizard out of, like, a muggle family then have got to be freaking astronomical. Right. That's why she's special, girl. Yeah, that's also why they are a very disadvantaged population. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. You can equate it to winning the lottery, though. For sure. Well, yeah. Man, that would suck even harder to be a squib. Oh, right? Right? Oh. right? The squibs have it rough. Yeah. After all God, that. No, I just. But maybe it would be comforting to know that they're like among a big group of people. When you get memory flashed. When you get your uh, <laughs> Men in Black spell done to you, do you lose like your education and capacity, or do you just lose your actual memories? Because oh. if I was a squib, I might like learn accounting and then be like, "All right, take all the magic magic shit. I don't want to remember any of that. I will not do well in the Muggle world without well, it." Hermione, it. Hermione wouldn't do it to her parents if she thought that they would be like babbling idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you don't turn into a vegetable. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. Hope I can rescue you from a hospital. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't do good things to you to all of a sudden just have a bunch of blank picture frames around your house, though, I bet. It's like, yeah. there's there's questions uh, to those answers from the there. Neighbors, that's probably. Like, yeah. Do you think that means like Jason Bourne might be a, a wizard? Because his whole thing starts with just him in the ocean with no memories. Am I dipping into a fandom only I'm aware of? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty weak. Oh. I'm like a one on the born scale. I am the born supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay, well, my numbers were going to be bigger, but if we're going to do 0.034%. What were you thinking it was before? I put like five. I didn't Five percent of the population? Yeah. Uh, well, that's... now it feels high. I was about to say, before, you're anchoring to 0.034%. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was going to say, before that seemed One very reasonable. One out of every 20 people? I thought sure. that seemed reasonable. I'm that's sorry. I feel like I threw a complete wrench no, in this. That's okay. No, that's right. No, this is really... He's got a spreadsheet. It'll do the math. Yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> the numbers the better hold up. So That means there are... Hmm, 218 owls is all you need. That's it? Okay, very doable. We yeah. don't even have to worry about how much we're going to feed them. I bet you could just like let them eat the rats in the bell tower. I mean, here's the thing. If you put any number through 0.034%, <laughs> it gets pretty <laughs> small. <laughs> the numbers get Fun small. Fact. That means there are 42,000 wizard households in the U.S. Wow. 42,000? That's a small Out town. Out of 126 That's a million, it That's goes like, down to 42,000. Yeah. Was it like my hometown that small? Yeah, right? Uh, Bethlehem's like 30,000 people? Then there is no way there's 42,000 households. You right. Oh, there I go. know. Son. <laughs> that's a medium-sized city. Then. So that's, that's really high value like then. A, that's yeah. probably like a Peoria-sized place then. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's like, what, on average, people have 
2.1 kids yeah. or something like that. So imagine the average family is roughly four. So that would be about 160,000 person town. Okay. okay. That's, a, that's a city. Right? And then spread yeah. out over all of Europe. That's actually very believable. Well, actually within the, the world that we see. Because there's a French school, right? So it's not all mm-hmm. of Europe. Right. Well, and you were using U.S. numbers there, right? So here's the thing. Spread out across the U.S. There would be 42,000 U.S. households. Oh, so 160,000, okay. if everybody in the house was a wizard, 160,000 wizards, we know isn't necessarily true, but across the entirety of the U.S. Here's what it makes me think of. It's like uh, going to wizard school in the U.S. is like going to the high school from fame. You know, like... You you can get in there, but not a lot of people do. And like at the end of it, you're magical. It's a bunch yeah. of greatest hits here, guys. Fame, no. <laughs> Man, I went to a performing arts high school, so like references to fame were made a lot. Okay. Means, <laughs> so it means point zero four out of every hundred people you meet would be a wizard. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to meet. I think like a million people to meet one wizard. I bet I met a million people. Yeah, some, somewhere in the difference between, it's a little less than that. I bet I met a little less than a million people. A million's a big number. I there. mean, what do you call meeting? I walk by You'd people have to meet all the time. Two thousand and sixty-two people to meet a wizard. Every two hundred, two thousand and sixty-second person you met would be a wizard. That's a lot less than a million. if they were evenly spread. I mean, something like every like fifty people is like a, a psychopath or whatever. So. Like that's Wait, is that really the stat? Yeah, it's pretty. That's high. a number I pulled out of my butt, but it is like a scarily small number, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Like John Ronson. Yeah. Psychopath test. What do you say, computer man? Well, if one out of every fifty people is a psychopath. How many wizards are psychopaths? <laughs> Just <laughs> one Voldemort. <laughs> I was gonna say the answer is twenty five percent because one out of every hundred thousand people roughly you meet is a wizard psychopath. <gasps> You gotta watch out for them, especially. <laughs> Which, if 160,000 people in the U.S. are wizards, you basically, on average, should have one psychopath. Which actually seems to be how the books tend to work out. I was gonna yeah. say, you get your Grindelwald, then you get your Voldemort, then you get your, you know. It's but not here's just the deal. Voldemort, I was gonna say well, he's got a true. whole bunch of people underneath yeah. him, but they could all just be like assholes. But um, it just makes me think orders. of yeah, assholes. <laughs> um, but it makes me think of like there's there's so many like. Who made that book about Fantastic Beasts that, like, uh, Newt Scamander himself may very well be a psychopath. Who makes a book that bites children? <laughs> and then Hagrid requiring people to have it in school, I feel like. Oh, those are two super books. I was going to say, those two are books. I'm right Wait, there with is, you. What's this book? Monster book. Of that, monsters. Of yeah. bo- monster book of monsters? Yeah. yeah who the fuck wrote that? Because that's, that's a psychopath right there. Read my book of knowledge if you dare. <laughs> You just have to pet it, and then it's, like, chill. That's not a nice thing to do to a person. That's a person who doesn't have any empathy for other people. Is that animal cruelty? Did we transfigure an animal into a book, or is the book an animal now? Because we just keep it bound 90% of the time. That seems like it's not okay. Does it have to eat human fingers? That's why it tries to bite you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it doesn't need no. to be petted. Maybe it just needs to, like, you ever, get in a cage and some water. Did you have a mean dog on your block when you were growing up that just, like, <laughs> it was always outside and it was, like, you could see a little bit too much of its ribs? Like, Aww. You should call what, the ASPCA on everyone who owns a copy of that book? Probably. Man. Anyway, 
I just think the probability of wizards and psychopaths uh, having a Venn diagram that's a little closer to just one circle is, is probably pretty high. I don't know, because in theory, they have no wants. Like, I feel oh, I like, thought you said no wands. And I no, was like, like, they I feel all like have wands. I don't know if it's genetic or environmental, but like I imagine psychopaths probably in general grow up in fairly bad homes, but if you like can't be super poor, no, it's genetic. Damon looks like you think no, I think I like, I, I'm not disagreeing with the argument you were making. I'm disagreeing with the fact that like when you like don't have to want for anything, like what are you entertained by? Yes. Or maybe you, you know, feel like, just to feel alive. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you remember <laughs> you know? those kids? I think it was kind of recently. Who, the like, kids who lived in the house uh, with the dog that was always outside. Yeah, those kids. No, those kids who like I don't. They like murdered somebody and then they got off, or they like murdered someone in a car, like drunk driving or something, and then they got off because of what they called affluenza. Oh, I remember, remember that, that being a defense. Oh. I didn't remember yeah. that actually worked. It worked. Yeah, they got God, acquitted. Our, our civilization sucks. Were they acquitted sucks. or just released from prison? They were. I don't think that they faced prison time. Well, that's a scathing indictment of our criminal justice system. Don't it say a lot? I mean, it could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I remember, like, having a lot of righteous outrage. (laughs) Yeah, and rightfully so. Thank you. (laughs) The Harry Potter Postal Service still makes almost $24 million. That's all I'm saying. Do you think, so they're more profitable But money means nothing to them. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was going to say, if we want to solve the U.S. Postal Service problem, we just have to make money mean nothing to anyone. So we're back at universal income? Ooh, wait. We didn't finish this idea, but uh, the show episode, like, uh, assuming that Harry's money just sat there for 11 years. Like, we need to reverse the compound interest there to see what his parents, like, left him to begin with. Yeah. The same amount because it's sitting there in gold. But yes, we should do that and see what <laughs> it could it, have been worth. Does it earn interest uh, but it was in, in a, a bank? In a goblin bank. Yeah, do goblins just walk in and, like, throw five more coins in there and then be like, here you go? <laughs> That's why they're so grumpy because they're paying it out of the I imagine pocket. it's automated <laughs> given magic. By goblins? But, like, it just appears That's in the vault. That's racist. The, the incredulous way you said goblins is racist. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you were like saying that like is automated, and I'm like, goblins have to do it. And it, and it well, like, with magic. Mm. I don't know. I still don't like the way you said goblins. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> we'll turn it back around. But yeah, me. we could do that. There are more things to talk. I want to talk about some of the Weasleys. Like, <laughs> Again, why does poverty well, exist? Yeah, why yeah. are they poor? Yeah. There's a couple of things we can talk about. But here's what we've learned. A, hopefully AJ comes back, and B, Please. run the question by him first. <laughs> just check. Instead of just talking for an hour about a thing that is no longer relevant I feel after like minute two. We maybe got deeper on this one than we did with our first Harry Potter talk, though. Here's you hoping. Know? Otherwise, it's the same episode, one more again. No, I, no uh, we talked about the post I think the lesson <laughs> that we learned here is to never have experts on yep. the show, actually. Right, we can't run our mouth if someone's here to, just <laughs> to correct us. <laughs> Oh, since we're doing a Harry Potter episode, and we should probably wrap up, because now we're just tangential, but I think I said the wrong number of uses of dragon blood last time, and I apologize. I caught myself in a re-listen. What is it? There's, what, seven uses? Seven uses of dragon blood? Yeah, I think I said 13 last time. Oh, that seems like a more magical number, but... Boned it up real real bad, so... It's cool. Apologies kill you it's fine yeah apologize like the two people who caught it aka our listeners i was gonna say also uh what's the probability you survive school 
is something maybe we should talk about because it seems like very risky even just walking around. That might be selection bias. Fair. We like are seven... looking at the story of the most wanted, like, to be murdered boy in the whole of the country. Right. One, he has a lot of enemies. Two, just in general, they live in dark times. They do. Um, compared to like the average person going to school. Do you think that like? Do they though? Because like they're only what like sixty years removed from the last wizard Hitler. Like, you know. And this is like wizard Hitler's second go around too. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you're talking about... You're talking about, like, a 70-year span with three incidences of Wizard Hitler, and, like... (laughs) That's why I'm saying that Venn diagram's more of a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's harder when they can magic. (laughs) When you give the bad guy magic. Yeah. It's not ideal. (laughs) Anyway, I guess being a wizard seems a lot less appealing now than it did when I was 11. No, I'd still be a wizard. Shh, I'm trying to justify (laughs) all my tears. (laughs) Uh, I feel like, do you have more thoughts? You have like, all of you have a thoughtful face. <laughs> yeah, but not actually about what we're here to talk about. I just have so many questions about right? Harry Potter. I want to know how you invent spells. That seems like a cool thing. Yeah, just how long does that take? words? I don't know. It's not important right now. Anyway, I hope, AJ, do you have an opinion on that? <laughs> I, I have so many opinions <laughs> about all the things. Um, trial and error. Uh, Luna's mother actually kills herself trying yeah. to invent spells. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, that's why Luna can see kestrels? Th- uh, kestrels. Kestrels yeah. are birds. <laughs> <laughs> but she can also see those. She can see yeah. those. <laughs> they exist. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's real sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Snape comes up with one in the Half-Blood Prince book. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's true, yeah. And, oh, like, yeah. he was fairly young when he did Now, I think you could argue Snape's probably a genius, but... An evil genius. I'm not giving him a pass. Well, whatever. The point is, just, I just a morally to, like, gray genius. Yeah. <laughs> do you just like say words and point at things? Like, yeah. How do you figure that crap out? Because like, was a dark spell, so clearly he had some control over the effect of it. Sorry, we don't need to go down a tangent. This is probably running long. You but just it, asked me what I was thinking. Well, about. it also makes me think like, if you stub your toe and just do like a grumble Yosemite Sam business, are you likely to like invent a spell? <laughs> Like, That's I actually don't know. what happened to Luna's mother. Oh, she oh. stubbed her toe and got real mad and just blew up the whole house. She let a string of expletives fly. And <laughs> boy, did it have negative consequences. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Well, they were all in Aramaic, which was probably her first problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. I feel like that wraps us up, maybe. Does anybody have any further final thoughts? I'll take that silence. Let's uh, okay. let's run these by somebody next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll fact check before we get going. I'm going to send my whole idea list to AJ and just be like, kill all of the bad ones. <laughs> uh, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. Please come back either very soon or sometime in the near future. <laughs> I would love to. Great. I do have one serious thing. Go on. It occurs to me that I didn't think through the logistics of our of our review contest because we're recording before I have the ability to find the winner. So that did not die. I will announce the name of the winner and pay to the charity. It just may not be for like a couple more weeks because it'll have to be, we'll have to do our next recording where I can find after the contest ends, if that makes sense. Okay. So time's a flat circle. Everything's confusing. Remember to say this in the next episode too. Yeah. And the one after that. And the one after that. Yes. But it will And happen. like the next three, just to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Keep saying it until the end of time. <laughs> I'll just say it every episode. That'll be my outro from now on. Great. <laughs>
Um, thank you for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. And I've been AJ. Uh, thanks as always to our composer, Charles E. Miller, for her music. Catch her at charlesemiller.com. Check out her album, Cabriolet. It's very good. Um, email us with your questions, thoughts, and angry replies about how our premise <laughs> fell apart at <laughs> makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check us out. We're on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us the usual way you find things on those things. Um, that review thingy. It's probably closed, but if you want to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, it really helps. Like, no joke. So, review us, rate us, subscribe, tell everyone you know, and then three more people about us. Thanks for listening to Maple Leaf Money. Bye! The average household spends $551 in the post office.